0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah!
2: Hi there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. Back from a week of sinus infections and voice loss. I'm Gregor, hi there. And while Brandon's off trying to find surfboard Jesus in San Diego, we bring in the often-mentioned king of America's flaccid wiener, Florida. He's our pal, Siege. Hi, Siege. Hey, what's going on, Greg? You could uh, join him for the Florida Man Murders podcast if you need more Siege after this is all done. This, that's a very fun time to just understand how weird Florida can get. I know we all know it can get weird, but it can get even. Gets, um <laughs> either of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. We're working on it though. If uh if you are one of those things other than the supervillain, let us know what we get wrong or what we possibly even get right. Uh, the bar is very low, though. We're not shooting for very much. And if you could um tell a friend, write a review if you're listening to this on demand, or just holler at us with your uh answer to this episode's question of the week. What's the best thing to get it's at Mexican what? food?
0: Ooh man, I have so many
2: thoughts on this. <laughs> like, that's, that's I had this like weird thing. I was um I was doing manual labor today and then I was like I need some Mexican food. And don't draw any conclusions there. Okay? Don't make any correlations. I'm not saying anything, but I was like I got to have that. The problem is is that I live in Seattle and there's like hardly a person um, from south of like I don't know, like Oregon here and so it's <laughs> like the Mexican food options are very poor unlike living in the Americas sort of cultural armpit of sunshine and bliss where you have many options. (laughs) We
0: have so many, I want to say Latin and Caribbean options down here. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's not just like, you know, Mexican or Cuban or Honduran, Guatemalan,
2: whatever. I mean, (laughs) we just go right down the peninsula. Um, yeah, there's a pupusa place down the street from me, and I'm like, that seems okay, but I'm from Albuquerque, and so it's like I'm from the desert southwest where the where the Mexican cuisine is like a thing. And I call it cuisine, but like I'm not eating cuisine, I'm eating burritos. It's like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but like if you're
0: gonna get pupusas, I mean go for it, dude. Like I, I had that sounds good. Just I was at a uh I was at a party for a fifth anniversary of my uh, tattoo artist opening her <laughs> very own shop last night and uh oh, cool. Of course, right across. Uh, not last night. I'm. I was, i do not want to get th- wait in the party line. I just go when I want to. She'll fit me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah. There was a great taco place. There's a great taco place right on the wharf in Fort Lauderdale where the party was last night. And after huh. several, several several margaritas <laughs> and I walked across the street there and I not only got like food for the night and the next day I probably I spent probably a good like 70 dollars <laughs> <laughs> in burritos and tacos and birria and just whatever
2: oh birria so awesome man that wasn't a thing when I was a kid we didn't have that I know it's but-
0: so good so I grew good. up a place
2: that has uh, green chili, and like that's like a big deal. The Anaheims, which are called green chilies in New Mexico, and like there's so many like chili rellenos and stuff like that that I miss so much. But I just like also just want like an awesome burrito, and like all the burritos where I'm from are wet. They like, serve them with enchilada <laughs> sauce on yeah. top or whatever, and like that's not a thing here. I know there's a couple places, all right, right, all right, but like yeah, there's like something like. I don't know. I constantly, I don't know what the thing is. We talked about this offline a little bit, but I love, like, I hate Florida because they do awful, awful things. Um, But like, I love Florida because it is like the wild East, (laughs) the wild West, but there it's like, (laughs) do what you want. But there's like so many different people that are in that spot. And so you get so many awesome, different types of food and I, I, it's just, life is like really slow there and like pretty cool. And so you just eat and booze and beach and yeah, I don't know. I'm oversimplifying. I get it. But but I mean, yeah. like you've pretty much
0: hit the nail on the head when it comes to central Florida. I mean, we, we can just, cr- listen, we're going to have our very own morning show on the space coast, right next to the rocket launch oh, please, <laughs> where we get, margaritas and yeah. freshly brewed beers and whatever yeah. kind of latin hispanic caribbean food your heart desires
2: uh, Want uh, i want a shrimp right out of the right out of the waters oh my taco. goodness
0: yes oh you're, you're uh. making my mouth water and i'm gonna have to go out to the kitchen and get myself some more of that birria
2: <laughs> up first today um brain scans are a thing that i was um very interested in before I got very sick last week. Humans are only a few steps short of being able to think their thoughts and then having machines respond to them. We're a distance away right now, but compared to where we were five years ago, it's incredible. Before you think we're going to go full like Professor X reading our minds. like We're at the stage right now where you spend hours inside of an fMRI machine. I'm not sure what the difference between f and normal MRI machines are, but that's for doctors and whatever. Flaccid. Um, flaccid it's a flaccid mri machine it just kind of flops on your head and then it like throbs a little bit and oh my god it just lays Uh,
0: there for a little bit
2: all right (laughs) (laughs) so um but like it's a machine that would run constant brain scans and then they want you to listen to podcasts nerd talk plus on the odyssey app is one option or wherever you get your podcast from um (laughs) But the machine watches your brain, and since they can already have a transcript of what's happening in the podcast, they can know what's up. They can see what your brain does as the podcast is playing, like figure out what's going on in that, in that box up there on top of your shoulders as you hear the language. Then AI, of course, because everything's AI right now, decodes it, and bam, you have an interface for people who can't speak, perhaps, which is actually like the main goal here that you would think people would use it for is for positives, but then somebody who is Only profit-oriented or, like, control-oriented. We'll figure out how to do that. Um, Now, an MRI machine isn't something, like, the size of a helmet yet. Like, you can't, you know, again, Professor X it onto your head or whatever. So you'd have to be, like, in your supervillain chamber thinking your thoughts for this to work. (laughs) But how far away from, like, flying planes with our minds or telling the microwave to give it one more minute on that frozen burrito are we? Man— just
0: thinking about how
2: far—what weren't we just electroshock
0: therapy treating people? <laughs>
2: okay, you, you still gay, bro? Yeah, like,
0: exactly. Stop it. <laughs> like I know for I know uh, from my having therapy, and you know this is just this is something that's out there, and I've talked about before. Yeah, sure, me too. Somebody has a uh, I. Uh, it's been suggested that there is actually a magnetic brain treatment therapy. That it's and it's supposed to do very similar things to electroshock therapy. And they basically it's like a half an hour a day for 30 straight days. And they treat you with magnets like all around your skull and basically Mm. alleviate certain spots and they can do depression and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know if I want people messing (laughs) with my brain any more than I've already done myself.
2: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> You've already applied enough to it. Like, it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't need to be in a giant tube where people read my thoughts. I am scared enough of, of them in my own brain as it is.
2: Also, like, what are your baseline thoughts? Like, huh, maybe I should go back on the internet and look at boobs. <laughs> like, that's like... Exactly. You know, that's like a... Only it's more simple than that. Like, huh, negative, I, negative, negative, negative. Ooh, burrito. Negative, negative, <laughs> like...
0: Maybe it's not that good after all. The Instagram search page already tells me too much
2: about (laughs) myself as it is. Isn't that wild? I got really disappointed today. Uh, A friend of ours, John Manley. Shout outs to Manley. Sub dummy. dummy. Uh, Thank you. Um, Mm. I, I was oftentimes like, I love TikTok. I don't make that a secret because some people think it's weird to like TikTok so much because I don't know why, but like... I don't know these people that are performing their weird little tricks for me, and I get so happy at all of them. And so it's fantastic. I like, I think it's amazing. But oftentimes, I'm curious as to where the video that's being fed to me is coming from. Like, which of my friends liked this, and it thinks that I'm one step away that I'm going to get that? So whenever I see anything sandwich-related, I'm always like, John Manley, because he's like the king of sandwich. And so today I was like, I'm sure you've already seen it, but have you seen the chop sandwich guy? And he was like, What are you talking about? And I was like, the algorithm has failed you. Oh no. It's failed you. Basically, it's a man who takes all the best things of a of a nation's cuisine and then he chops it up and puts it onto a baguette. And then you have like the Italian chop sandwich. And so every bite has all the things. It's this not just incredible. like, oops, I oh, only got a bite of the beans. Yeah, it's all that. So um I don't know how I got to talking about sandwiches and TikTok. It's just, I like love it. The machine told me to. I think. But...
0: <laughs> There's we're we're all in an algorithm now. And uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so I was talking about the uh, Instagram search page, knowing oh. too much
2: about me as it is. And yeah, and so it's weird to see what it serves me because it's like I'm, I'll just be straight with you. It's like, um, it's like people not wearing bras. <laughs> It shows mm-hmm. me a lot of, and then it shows me, like, a lot of food stuff, and then, like, there's a lot of, like, music theory, and then, like, a lot of philosophy, and I'm like, where, like, what, who am I that this is happening on? I encourage everyone to be on TikTok. I don't even want to be friends with you on it because I don't care. (laughs) I like it's not a social media it's a suggestive media. I want you to make cool stuff and put it on there and hopefully it gets shown to me. I don't need to be friends on there. I just want to see. So if you're like into philosophy and you have nipples, like it's like pretty likely that it's going to get shown to me. Okay.
0: You know, I I think that we've got pretty much the same thing being fed (laughs) to us. (laughs) I've got a lot of nipples and philosophy and then the mythical arts. And Mm. uh, other than that, it's stand up comedy and it's sandwiches and I get a oh, I love do you do you watch the chef reactions
2: guy Oh I love him I love that he uh breaking news that he just um <laughs> that he just gave up his chefing job to take care of his Nona. and um it's and now so he's just great. doing that full time there he is with what's his name Benny Blanco this week and I'm like what are you doing with Benny Blanco that's cool
0: Yeah it was making me so happy that like people who literally just find out that, that just talk to a thing and make fun of somebody else's terrible cooking can make money off of that enough to take care of their
2: family (laughs) well it's what's weird about the social media is that like these people they because they are it's very snake oily it's very like from a different time that we're going through again because like people that are good at convincing you that they know what's up just because they say science words or talk in like numbers doesn't mean that they have any clue what they're talking about yeah. I found a guy who was like trying to suggest stuff to me And it was like he was talking about Magnesium glyce gly, Something and it was like For your brain to make to avoid Alzheimer's to help with memory retention And I was like yeah and he's like I'm a neuroscientist I was like What's your credentials? Yeah. (laughs) I look him up and it's just like, yeah, he's got some degrees in like psychology and stuff like that, but he doesn't, he's not a neuroscientist. He's like studying stuff. And then he like, he pushes supplements. And like, if you're like a doctor and you're pushing supplements, like, I guess I get it. Like. Uh, the old lady gets like her naturopath is like, take these supplements. And I'm still even like, I don't know, but okay. At least she has a medical degree. This guy's just a guy who like went to the university of Austin at Texas and like, okay, at least you're college educated, I guess. But so when you see the uh, chef reactions, be able to be like, just because someone puts a full three packs of Rolos into their marshmallow thing, doesn't mean that this is the right way to do it. (laughs) Absolutely. I love watching the, uh,
0: one of my favorites is actually uh, there's this one girl who is, I guess uh, she's gotten like, but she had basically has a PhD in theology and ancient philosophy and mythology and everything. Yeah. And so Love you've, that. you've got all these uh, people out there just like posting videos like about, oh, this is the origin of Easter and this is why. And she's just and she'll do edit it and put next to it. Basically, she's like, nope, not it. And then pause their video and explain, well, actually, this is this and this and this and this. And it's just great to see like the smart people break down the crap that our parents and grandparents eat up on Facebook all the time now. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> we're not we're not far from being that group of people that's like, but this is how it used to be. Yeah, I know <laughs> TikTok's going to be our old people platform soon. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I found myself literally today on um, on Instagram being like, "What am I doing on here?" TikTok is like way better because it was just like old people posting uh, old people like me posting stuff about whatever and like if it doesn't make me giggle like if it's not some meme that is in our awful awful group chat that we have you me and brandon it's like if it's not in there like i don't like i love seeing people's families and their kids and their adventures and stuff like that but like again tiktok Mm -hmm. is like hey did you know that this is a cool way to like show someone an an arpeggio and i was like Yeah, C major diminished seventh or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, play that. And then I watched it 300 times. And I don't even, like, smoke weed. (laughs) It was just like, yes, this is what I needed for my life. Uh, Yeah, you just get into these weird, like... It's like uh, mining. You get into, like, a vein of something. And, like, you just keep going until you find something else that you're going to mind for now. And then it just keeps giving it to you. It's that. I mean, that's how they're going to control us. The AI forget having to read our thoughts. They already know what we like. And they're just like, Hey, nipple shirts. I'm like, get it. Let's go
0: <laughs> nipple shirts. You can talk me into anything with the nipple shirts. I mean, I will learn an entire new language <laughs> for a nipple shirt. Like, What I think of TikTok is basically, it's essentially like any conversation that, you me or brandon or anybody basically has ever had where it's a it's a tangent like you find something and then it's just add yeah you just slide to the next one it's like oh that's semi related to whatever but yeah let's talk about that and oh let's talk about that and then oh i'll sit here and i'll watch this one 300 times because i can't get enough of it
2: yeah what's the what's the gordon ramsay contest cooking show i don't watch it but like it came up in my because i watched this one lady who makes incredible asian food that's like for Americans, Asian food. Like here's beef and broccoli. Here's how you do it, dummy. And she's like, like, it's not even like it's because she's hot Mm -hmm. that like, it's like being served to me. And I, 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 I mean, no disrespect to anybody when I'm saying this and I'm not that easily controlled. I am easily controlled, but like, it's not because it's just some hot chick being there and I need chef reactions to be like, stop it. It's like, (laughs) she's a pretty lady, but she like makes the stuff and she simplifies it and like talks trash about it a little bit and i'm like yeah yeah this is i need somebody to give me the give me the like the 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 real grit to it the feeling behind it and then i'm like in and then make me understand what i'm in for okay great and so it's like i'll see that and then i'm like okay and then there's a few other things and then there's something like sort of related that like you're saying it's like oh yeah weren't we just talking about this Mm -hmm. cool and yeah it just keeps you keeps you going
0: that's how i keep finding so many of the people that i end up following is uh i what i went from i went from just a small tangent was chef reactions to one of the people that he was duetting that I clicked on their thing because I was like, Oh man, that seems good. I want to learn how to do that. I mean, he approved of it and she just like broke it down. Yeah, it was, it was uh, like a Filipino food. And I was just like, Oh my God, I want to learn how to make that. And this is authentic. And she's like, look, you can make this and this will be your jar that you just keep in the fridge and you can add to everything. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. And then the next thing that I flipped to, is another woman she's making uh, like beans and rice native Cuban stuff but then she has a emotional breakdown halfway through it and starts crying <laughs> and says I'm sorry but at least the food turned out good and it was pure comedy and it just keeps <laughs> bringing me in these cycles and I just I can't stop
2: <laughs> call from mom answer it call silenced
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
3: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: here's a tangent for you I know that you're doing some classes and stuff what are you back in school for because I'm also back in school and so I'm just curious what you're chasing
0: well I'm actually getting I'm trying to get back into FM radio being yeah uh, being an on-air presenter again. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love presenters, my favorite way of describing it because it's like, it's so accurate.
0: I love it too. But I mean, back when I did it, um, 25 years ago, when I first graduated school, we were cutting up tape with razor blades and the little yeah. white chalk and now everything's digital. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I should have to catch up on all that. And I figured since yeah, I'm doing I- all the podcast stuff, I might as well learn the actual
2: on air stuff. If you've ever done any of the editing, person listening, if you've ever edited a video on your phone or some audio or whatever, and you get the cut tool or you hit cut, it's a reference to actually cutting physical tape, whether it's film or whether it's actual audio tape or whatever, and you would cut it, put it together with the next thing, put a piece of tape on it, and then it would like, if you made your splice just right, if you made your cuts right, you wouldn't be able to tell that they were there it was, like, a skill that all of us had to do. And now it's just kind of represented in this cue. Like, sort of like when you hold your hand up to your head like this to make, I'm, I'll am i call you. Like, no one knows. what My child will never know what calling somebody is. He'll be like, I'll FaceTime you is, like, what he'll think is quaint from when he was a kid or whatever. But, like, the same type of things, they just hold on a little bit. So if you're making cuts to audio or film or to video, rather, it's just, like, yeah, we, we all had to learn that back in the day. Like, see, just saying.
0: Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been really fun because, uh, like, what's funny is a lot of the people who are, like, teaching and helping me uh, with a lot of the newer stuff, the newer technology, they, they've gone through this the same time I did, so we know a lot of the same people. A lot of people were at, like, some of my sister stations that I worked at originally before I decided cool. to take a break and raise a family, and then, oh, yeah, I'll just jump back into radio whenever, and now it's just like, oh, yeah, that that later was 20 years later so (laughs) it's crazy
2: (laughs) it's insane so i've been um i've been like i go to school for spanish Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) so it's not like it's like really related but i've been spending all this time around physics like astrophysics specifically and uh my voice is going i apologize it's gonna get go downhill quickly but I like seriously am kicking around the idea of going back to school to try and get a like a physics degree. And like I, I don't I'm deficient in the math department. Um I just signed a new contract, everybody clap for me. Woo! Yay. Congrats Yay. to He's Gregor. Three three more years. Okay, great. <laughs> um but like on the side while I'm doing that, like I wanna either make money or make change and so um you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm also doing the raising a family thing or whatever, but like, there's something about wanting to study like the cosmos that is really attractive to me. And my best subject in school was, you know, you'll find this hard to believe, not goofing around. It was, um, it was physics. And so like, I like feel like in my forties now that i I didn't miss an opportunity, but I didn't listen to my um, to what was so obvious. I didn't pay attention to what was so obvious to me, because like I would have had to like not smoke weed and would have had to take math seriously, and that was hard. And I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to like understand how things worked or whatever. And so I don't know if it's too late to go back now and do that. But I'm, gonna, I'm what do you think, Steve? Do you think I could go
0: back and learn physics? Listen, man, I am literally doing this because of a same similar calling, like i i mean not for nothing i had a lot of fun doing radio and i was pretty damn good at it and i enjoyed it sure. and yeah. you know taking a break for a family and everything else like that and then coming back and doing so many podcasts especially like you know florida man and helping out with you guys with nerd talk and yeah. uh full 90 soccer time the semi-annual podcast <laughs> that, uh,
2: <laughs> how dare
0: you um and like that just kind of kicked me back into gear, especially when you came to visit for nerd talk for Artemis Uh, and watching you do the radio just sparked it for me. And I said, you know what? I need to get back into this because it really just fired me up for something that was a calling for me and going back to school for this. It's not something easy. I mean, uh, I'm 43 years old and Mm, like, you know, to everybody that just seems wild it's like you know how are you going to start something over at 43 i've spent 20 years at a company now that you know i get five weeks of vacation because i've been there so damn long so it's like yeah. it's hard to give something like that up for like the grind again but you sir have been into <laughs> physics and space and cosmos and science for as long as i've known you even before i've known you yeah, yeah. and like it's such a passion for you i don't
2: think that that's a crazy thing to want to do to even go back and study for that. It's crazy. I talked to a counselor and he was like, if you started a new career today, you would still be able to do 25 years and retire on time. Isn't that insane? And I was like, damn, dude, that's cool because I feel old as old as hell, man. Like, yeah, here's, the, here's where the old kicks in. I don't know like, if we're just on a tangent now, but whatever. Um, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm not an old man like when people that were like 40 when I was a kid seemed ancient because it's just a different world now. We just, we just, I've stayed young. I've stayed in a young career. I've done these things and I haven't had to be serious ever in my life. Um, and I've just always been able to enjoy doing what I, and loving what I do. Okay. And so, and then I like, look at you and you don't look like a 40 something year old dude (laughs) to me. You know what I mean? Like, and so I see these things. And then I drove by like a coffee stand and there was like there was like some teenagers out there and they were like having so much fun being like so dumb. I just like watched with like Reverie and I was like, oh, if I talked to them, they'd be like, what do you want, sir? And I'd be like, I would clearly be very old to them. Like I get it. I would be, even if I was 10 years younger, I would still be very old to them. And it's like, no matter what you do, at some point, you're just five years older, 10 years older, whatever, too much so that like, you just become this next thing. But it doesn't mean it has to define you. I feel I feel like that's been crazy
0: accelerated with the most recent generations too cuz I mean we're you and I are basically like right there at the tail end of Gen X with the latchkey yeah, kids and everything else like that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I love it. Yeah, I consider myself a latchkey kid. Absolutely.
0: I, exactly. I mean we like we we were we're the, right there at the very end before like people became I don't know what it was millennials and then Gen Z and then whatever else yeah. we got now. And but it seems like we had a like Gen X was a twenty twenty five year gap. Like we're in the same group as some people who are turning 60 and getting ready to retire and stuff. Yeah. Like we're in
2: the same group as Pearl jam. Yeah. It's like, insane. What? It's insane. Yeah. And then, and then you got, I just c- compared us to Pearl jam for the record. Just everybody, I, just so everyone takes a second to know that
0: <laughs> everybody take just like breathe in accept it and you know forward that onto your friends and whatever (laughs) potential employer i have in the future (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's like these these kids and like you want to i see i'm already sounding old these kids these days and the generations they just start flying and faster and faster and it's like i think it's like with the rapid advancement of technology and stuff like that every new generation has something new like our biggest advancement in technology, when we were say in elementary school, was getting a computer in one classroom in the entire yeah. school and it would play Oregon Trail. And that's uh, really it. Yeah. Like now these kids have new iPhones every two years with brand new technology. And wait, you remember how to take a photo that we used to have to do? We used to have to have a camera. Rip rip, rip <laughs> yep. click. Put the little film in it. Like, yeah. eh, 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 eh. Take it to somewhere and wait like
2: three to five days for somebody to develop it. <laughs> I actually feel sort of bad about this. Like, I am, um, I always try to keep the kids in mind for this because, like, even though they have every opportunity possible, they're surrounded by people that are clinging on to something that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And so they're just bombarded with every single group of people lived in a time where it was more stable than now and so they all have an opinion on how to hold on to the iceberg as it's breaking up yeah and i feel really bad because kids are just inundated with instead of just like they have to figure out how this multi-fractured thing it's like a multi-faceted thing what piece to even hold on to while people are yelling at them that it's the wrong one and that sucks man so I, i'm like very pro like helping kids figure out what it is that they like want except for i hate the 90s fashion that's like that's the (laughs) thing so like i can still be like curmudgeon about that stuff but i feel so bad because they have all these tools that we didn't and we don't understand the impact but we have the wisdom and the um i call this wise we have the wisdom (laughs) and the and the maturity of time not of actual maturity to be able to be like that's got to be hard to to incorporate to understand to like not get buried by I feel real bad for the kids, actually.
0: I mean, I, I'm right there with you. And I don't know if it's like us being like, you know, probably like the cool young parents. I just called us young. Um, <laughs> but, but it's like we we were of that generation where we were getting shouted at. And to be honest with you, the generation above us is the one still doing the shouting at everybody, telling that, them, that they're doing it wrong. And our generation is just kind of sitting there like, yo, just like leave everybody alone and let's figure this stuff out so yeah i absolutely get that i'm definitely pro helping the kids (laughs) i just want to put that out there that's on my platform siege 2024 um (laughs) for florida everybody for for florida siege for florida (laughs) he's running for the gator party that's it (laughs) that's i like it um but yeah it's the they've just got so much on their plate that has been so screwed up for by generations ahead of us we really haven't gotten a chance to fix cause we were too busy doing stuff on our own. And now it's kind of just getting the buck passed down to them. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I mean, we no longer have to
2: survive, out. man. We no longer have to like, um, like, yeah, you, it's impossible to buy a house. It's impossible. Like everything costs a lot or whatever, but like that, you're not actually in danger of like, uh, of dying because it's winter. Yeah. Like some people are, I get it. But like for the most part, society is not in the danger of that. And so it's like, we don't have to fix things because it doesn't, we have the luxury of not having to or whatever. At some point it's going to catch up to us. And I actually think it's AI. The dude who is considered the godfather of AI, Jeffrey Hinton, stepped away from his job at Google and is like, nightmare scenario where ai begins to seek power you can read that at forbes or new york times or i mean it was all over the place and a cute little chat gpt that we all joke about and we use on this show a lot will soon become able to use the entire human knowledge base on the internet or that is the internet rather to make choices only much faster than us because it's gonna be supercomputing that does it and like we've each got our own little supercomputer but like i've tried to read the entire internet and tiktok just always takes me away okay? <laughs> then i end up making a sandwich because then i'm suddenly hungry what do you know um anyway it's like it's scary to hear the people that are running it be like uh-oh this could be problematic and i i actually think it comes down to the people that like the idea is different than like oh we've got it's uh what's that movie with val kilmer over there uh, the science movie where they like make the real lasers. genius real. Thank you. Real genius. Thank you. <laughs> that we, um, we definitely still
0: have to watch together. the next time we're uh, together, I can't wait. It would be so <laughs> great.
2: Um, but like real genius, like they make a laser and then they realize that the laser is going to be used for the government, not for whatever helpful thing that they like, just were like so excited to make the laser. They didn't find out what it was for. And so like, I think that's kind of what's happening here. This guy is like, yeah, AI is awesome. And then someone was like, could we use it to put people into cages? And they're like, uh, I mean, I guess, but why would you do that? Like, no, 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 don't worry about that. No, 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 don't worry. And then suddenly you're like, oh, this is, I see what the scary side is. I'm going to step away from it. Well, too late, Jeffrey Hinton. You already <laughs> stepped away. Now, the the thing is, and I want to kind of know your take on this, but like, I personally don't think that there's any stopping the AI. And I hope that it evolves so fast that we become cute to it where we're just like the, oh, squishy little human, do you want a treat? I'm like, yeah, 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 give me that burrito. <laughs> okay, come on, come on, bring it here, give it to me. Like, sort of like that we become pets of the things that are going to advance whatever the initial frontal lobe stuff that we had that made this thing, that it takes it and runs with it rather than squashing us with the thing that we gave it. Like, wh- like, what do you, like, what do you, like, 100 years down the road see as the, like,
0: the, the future? man, uh, aside from Skynet and Terminator being, you know, completely a true story. Um, (laughs) like it, I, I would prefer to see it that way that, you know, hopefully somehow the, uh, like, like you said, we always deem robots are going to be evil and that they're going to have Mm -hmm. a plan that, you know, because like, like we said, there's always people out there coming up with evil things to try and use them for. Like, there's so many things that we've, Made technology wise that can be used to help and advance the planet. And then there's somebody who could just turn it around, and be like, oh, let's, but if we flip this switch here, we can take out all of Belize. And it's yeah. just like, it's, you know, uh, like we can either clean up the ocean or eradicate a rainforest uh, with the same so type that of That way painting. we can make a there. Exactly. No offense. But like, yeah. I mean, you just need more paving, more parking lots. But it's just, it's, uh, I would like to think that there's enough on the internet that it could possibly make us pets or care for us or f- somehow find like the good that is in human nature. Like that's something that we have different. There's one thing uh, I forget who I was talking to about this, but uh, this was one of our many deep philo- philosophical comedy conversations after a show where sure. it's basically um, there's eat. It's like good And happiness and stuff like that. There's a presence of love and caring. And it's not that evil is the opposite of that. It's that evil is the lack of love and caring. That if there is absolutely no care what happens to something, or no care or no feeling of love whatsoever towards that thing... Robots. Exactly. That you can just eradicate anything. But I feel... Like, of course, being a human living feeling thing, allegedly that (laughs) we can, that there's enough out there possibly to try and, you know, kind of convince them that, hey, it's not all about just murderous survival of the
2: fittest robot, you know? Yeah, I, I worry about like, I worry about the short term that like we fight and kill each other and die or whatever. Yeah. And then I think about like the if the machines accelerate their intelligence, at a level that we can't even imagine. At some point, like we just become cute to it. Like oh, they're little problems. We solved all those problems forever ago, and now we have a direct portal to the other planet that is sustaining life and whatever faraway thing that J- that the James Webb Telescope found for us. Yeah. You know? Like <laughs> I like I I just feel like that. Hopefully, we're doing such a good job that, <laughs> that um, these researchers are doing such a good job that like the turmoil will be short because the growth will be too quick. Now, at the same time, a story from The Guardian, the father, not godfather, the father of AI says, yeah, it's coming, but hey, no biggie, bro. It's okay. You don't have to do anything. No, we shouldn't fear it. This, of course, you're in like phone customer service, <laughs> legal, a doctor, an accountant, bookkeeper, taxi, truck driver, translator, proofreader, editor, pretty much any journalism job, screenwriter, comedian, nuclear bomb user, sex worker, etc. Nothing to fear. You got no- don't worry about it. Your life's gonna be great when these robots show up. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to know what the uncle of AI is saying. Like, whew, AI sure looks good in those short shorts. Like what's like, what is the, what is the second cousin of AI thinking right now?
0: <laughs> we've been made, we've been making ha- like sex robots for how long? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a, I, I can't even think of how many automated things that there are that you can just say something to. And it'll come right back. Hell, the internet at our fingertips right now is a dangerous thing, especially when Absolutely. you can like, Hey Siri, show me boobs.
2: My five year old is like, look it up. Like, if we don't know the answer to something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm driving. And he was like, it'll stay in the lane. He knows that my car will. <laughs> <laughs> like like, I'm like, dude, no, you can't. But that's like, that's beauty because it's like, there's no, he doesn't carry the weight of the society on him. He's like, I want to know now. And you have that ability. So what are you doing, old man? And I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> The note I made was, but for real, once they have sex robots that also have the ability to manipulate you, I mean, understand you, sorry, excuse me, um, it's over, right? It's like that, I never saw the movie, but it's like that movie Her, where he has an OS that is smart enough that it can make him think that it's alive and he can fall in love with it. Once you have a sex robot that pumps your junk, but also is like, your day must have been hard today, like... Yeah, that's what yeah. Um, yeah. That, like, that's a, <laughs> That's like I s I don't know if it's a good or scary or bad or what future, but it feels like that's within
0: reach. If if that if that's the future that we're coming to, where we get to that point where we have robots that not only soothe us emotionally, but also sexually, we're just going as men and stupid idiots that we are. Sure. We're going to end up ending our own species by just falling in love with and having sex with robots because. Oh, look that, at that. Japan has entered the chat. <laughs> I, yes, I do have a thigh pillow, a pillow that is just somebody's legs that I want to go and lay on. You know, it's comfortable. <laughs> I like it, but it doesn't talk to me. It doesn't soothe me. And no, I don't have sex with that pillow. I promise no matter what anybody tells you.
2: <laughs> no matter what the dry cleaner says it's not, it's not happening it's oh, only dear. been
0: reupholstered
2: three or four times <laughs> i uh i recently started letting my dog sleep in bed this is what a transition right um, <laughs> wow <laughs> where are we going here i woke up i've been sick and so i've been like you can sleep in bed dog it's fine and so um i woke up and she had a little head laying on my like thigh as I was sleeping the other night, also when I start snoring horribly, she gets up and checks on me and like I like wake up to like a dog's face right there, like a bitey dog, like yeah. right there like sniffing my nose to make sure I'm okay and then goes and lays down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, this is so comforting. You're such a comforting, you're, what a good girl you are or whatever. So yeah, maybe just a thigh pillow is the, <laughs> a, a sentient thigh pillow. <laughs> Please don't start telling me things.
0: Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to end up going to the grocery store more often. Don't get that fast food. You're gaining a little weight. Why were you out so late?
2: Popcorn shrimp. Oh, popcorn shrimp. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, Siege, um, I've taken enough of your time. So let's end on a positive note to balance out all the terrible things that we've been talking about. The dude who runs the first de-extinction company, probably the first. I actually didn't do any research to make sure that that's true. Um says that we're going to have a woolly mammoth on Earth by 2028. I say that's just in time to shoot it to the moon. <laughs> the <laughs> space ghosts, just like, because they're going to be going to the moon by around then. Might as well take a mammoth with us while we go, right? Repopulate for the that? moon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when, <laughs> once we terraform the moon and it has its own atmosphere and stuff, let's put mammoth up there. Let's just have a dinosaur moon. Oh, my God. Yes. What if Jurassic Park was the moon?
0: Oh, my God. That That's actually a brilliant idea. Then they can't get then they can't get back to America. Uh, there's no there's no ships that we're taking Tyrannosaurus Rex on. Wait a second. Nope. Wait. There's already been another movie. That one where that little tiny alien thing that they found on Mars or on the dark side of the moon or something like that goes into the spaceship, takes it over. And that spaceship crashes back to Earth. And we don't know what happens. Damn it. We can't have. What nice movie is things. that? I don't know. I haven't seen movies. Ryan Reynolds is in it. I can't remember. He's in it for like 15 minutes. He's the guy who's like, no, no, we shouldn't do this. And then the guy who does this, he goes in there and saves. And instead of just saving him, he has to shut the door to keep the alien in there. And he dies, gets broken apart by this little tiny thing that's probably about the size of an inchworm and just
2: murders him. And then everybody in the spaceship. Was it called life? It might have been. Wait, a 2017 American science fiction horror film directed by Daniel Espinoza, written by it. whatever... Well, wow, that's a lot of names I didn't want to read. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, maybe? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's okay, crazy. Okay, well, there's a movie I, won't, I say I'm going to see, but I'm not going to, because it's not a kung fu movie Mm-mm. or a comedy. They don't make comedy movies anymore, and I don't like it. Anyway, Wooly Mammoth back on Earth. I don't know what the point is, unless we have an Ice Age coming, which sounds awesome, but it seems like we're doing the opposite right now, so... Yeah. Well, what are they going to
0: bring other stuff back? What was the uh, what was the other movie that they had that was because of global warming? We will get another Ice Age. Maybe we'll be prepared for it then. Uh, The one from. Yeah. where just snow covers New York. Jake Gyllenhaal's in that one, too.
2: Oh, my God. Jake Gyllenhaal is the end.
0: Jake Gyllenhaal is going to either bring the aliens or bring the Ice Age. I don't know which one it is.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward.
2: all right. Well, that brings us oh, to the Jesus. end of another compelling hey, episode. Of wait a Drift second.
0: You know what? I just I just remembered this when you were talking about the woolly mammoth and then bringing it back. They were talking about they they want to eat it, but they're afraid. Well, don't
2: be afraid. Eat the thing you bring back. What's,
0: what's to lose? I know. Right there. It's like either something about reanimated meat or they're just afraid of the future science mm-hmm. of eating a woolly mammoth or what will it taste like? I'm here you know for gonna this. You going to be real mad about it? God. God. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> you bring this beautiful beast back and then you're not going to eat it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is not the take I was looking at, but that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's how I view all things. Well, Siege, I, I got to ask, did you learn anything this week? This is a very heady show. I would expect you to at least take something from it.
0: I learned that as a comedian... A.I. is going to take my
2: job and do it very poorly, no matter what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Those Those comedy writers, man. Like, I really... Like, one of those studios, at least one show, is going to be like, okay, well, we'll show you comedy writers. I don't know if that ended yet or not, but, like, that's going to... That strike is going to end up with somebody releasing an A.I. show, and it's going to be all the rage. The thing
0: that I've learned with the writer's strike and the people that have been talking about A.I. and what the big studios want to do and whatnot is that... You can't put that sort of heart into the writing that AI does. Like it, t- there's just something that just feels off about it. And well, for I sent, now, you, for now, and you, I, I sent you the uh, Tom Brady stand-up AI comedy thing that was
2: <laughs> absolutely horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was funny at how bad it was. Or that 24-hour live stream of Seinfeld yes. with the Jerry character was um, started saying transphobic things like pretty quick into it and like yeah it's gonna like how long will it take for us to you know there was a time where everyone called each other gay just as like a slur or whatever Mm -hmm. and then like at some point someone was like you can't you can't do that and then i was like okay 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 but like how long would it take for the ai to get through saying all the terrible things and then for the ai to figure out it can't do that and then to like correct its own ship and do that at some point this is a problem with the ai especially if you
0: think about it with that 24 hour thing it's only gonna get worse like it's it's like oh we're gonna do this surface stuff here but we need more content we gotta go deeper (laughs) we gotta go deeper into the dark parts of the internet and then it ends up on the dark web and we're all dead I think
2: that at least one show will make a successful attempt out of AI. I think at least one show, The Scabs, will be the AI, and they'll come out with something that we'll all watch because we need something to watch. I don't watch TV personally, not because I'm on some moral high ground, but because I'm just, I only watch soccer and Formula One. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, but like, it's, somebody's going to do that, and we're just going to be so starved for it. Rather than reality TV, it's going to be like the exact opposite of that that we're going to get. We're going to get A.I. TV it's going to be weird. And the people are either I don't know if it would be scripts that are generated or if even you just make the characters generated, too. And you just put George Lucas in charge of making human looking people that look bad in 10 years, but now look amazing. But it's going to be
0: A.I. George Lucas and everybody's going to look like Jar Jar Banks. I can't wait.
2: I love Jar Jar. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, I don't think we learned anything else today, so that'll that'll be enough. Well, Siege, I gotta, I gotta send a huge thanks your way. You're always down in a clutch situation like this to help us out. Brandon's off being doing whatever he wants, willy nilly, and um, you're able to step in and do that. Uh, give, get, do some plugs. We want to make sure that people check you out and other stuff too.
0: Okay, cool. I mean, uh, you guys can follow me pretty much on any social media: Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, Only fans, everything is at Siegeness, C-E-E-J-N-E-S-S. Uh, Florida Man Murders is the big podcast that we've been uh, pushing. You can find it on Odyssey. Uh, just search Florida Man Murders podcast, and uh, yeah. it's there streaming free anytime you want. We've got, we're just about finishing up our second season. And uh, what's crazy is a lot of stuff in the news recently um, that about, like, you've heard of the killer clown. Like, they just- no. The Oh, my goodness. Well, then you're going to have to go back to season one right near the end. I think it's episode six. Um okay. But there was a killer clown down here, and it was basically a woman who killed a man's wife to be with the man. And it's right back in the news right now because she was just resentenced and the son is involved and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's popping back up into things. So, I mean, a lot of the stuff that we cover, I mean, we go back to like even Ponce de Leon was our last episode that we just did and uh yeah we should be releasing one tomorrow that's even weirder after the weird week that we all had so we're all ornery so it'll be a lot of swearing
2: so (laughs) i prefer i don't prefer i enjoy killer clowns from outer space back when i used to watch movies and nothing like turning humans into giant balls of blood cotton candy and then sucking the blood out with a curly straw as a clown my little sister's favorite movie as a child (laughs) says
0: a lot. I know, right? Big brother put her in front of it. <laughs> nerd, talk, nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah!
2: Hey, thanks for streaming Nerd Talk Plus this morning. Um, live on the Odyssey app every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be back of course next Tuesday to do the same and you can always find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I'm Gregor, he's Siege. Thanks so much, Siege, for joining us. Anytime. Love you, Brandon. Miss you. <laughs> I, I also like Brandon. Tremendous. I love Brandon. I should say tremendously. I, I, I miss is,
0: his newly cut mustache.
2: Oh, it's so handsome. He's such a handsome character, isn't he? He really is. He really brings the whatever we post stuff with him. He really brings the. Um, like if it's just me, people are like, eh. Well, you put Brandon on there, and people are like, "Yeah, look at this guy."
0: Wow, there's so many more hearts on this one.
2: <laughs> such a
0: hunk.
1: <laughs>